we'll wait for a couple more people to hop on for our book club, but um, before we get started. Yeah, the Lord was talking about the sword of the spirit and the uh, covenant, the old covenant, the new covenant. And uh, this is something he's been talking to me about the last couple... you want to call it? Has it been days? Has it been weeks? But he was talking about the sword of the old covenant. And there's a verse that God shall judge between the nations and shall decide for many peoples. And they shall beat their sword. He showed me the whew, the plowshare is a plow for the heart. Plowing up and tilling the soil of the heart. And the pruning hooks, the pruning for the mind, those branches of the mind. Yes. Mm. Oh, that's sweet. I just taste sweet, honey. Mm. Delicious. <laughs> I literally just tasted like honey on my lips. That's not normal. Unless it's normal now. <laughs> yeah, it's the sweetness. The sweetness of his new covenant and the heavenly realities. But the sword of the word of God, instead of, you know, just literally physically killing everybody. <laughs> Have a nice plowshare of the word of God plowing through our hearts and pruning our minds to change the way we feel and think. Isn't that nice? So that's what we're doing tonight. Let's go ahead and get started. That's where we left off, chapter 3. Let's just take a look at this picture here again. Holy Spirit. We have the spirit of man we we're talking about. The spirit of man being influenced by the Holy Spirit, the soul, and the body. You know, we're not Gnostic. The enemy would have you in ignorance. He wants us in ignorance to these things so that we don't, you know, treasure the things of God. You know, so we don't, you know, pay attention to what we're putting in our souls and in our body and what spirits we're communing with. Mm -hmm. But all those things influence the spirit and one of the doctrines of demons from the religious, um, the religious demonic realm is that, oh yeah, your spirit is already, you know, 100%. We're talking about the spirit of man, you need the healing in your spirit. Because the healing in your spirit, you get that. The word of God into your spirit, it's going to overflow into your soul, in your soul, and then through your body. And that's your permanent, lasting, ever increasing healing. Healing to healing, ever increasing glory of knowing Christ, the seven spirits of God, the Holy Spirit within your spirit. Right? So we're going for this one so that these can be healed. 
uh, we talked about last time. This is important. You know, if you can get a word of faith healing, you can go to a healing meeting. You have anointed people pray for you and heal you, and that's biblical. That's great. You should do that. That's good. Uh, but to really maintain ever-increasing health and healing, um, if you get this Christ inside-mindedness, communion with the Holy Spirit inside your spirit, healing in your spirit will overflow into the rest of you. And so that's what we want to go for. We want to get all your big, you know, healings. We want your miracle healings. Like, it's like, man, is there something wrong with you physically? Like, yeah, it's best to get it this way, but it's kind of nice just to get your instant healing. <laughs> like, let's go ahead and get it all, you know? <laughs> just get the best of both worlds since it's available. That's what I'm saying. Don't let what other people think and people's opinions hold you back. Go get your healing, you know? Press in for it. Get it. Get your God inside minded. Inner healing for your inner child. But I'm just saying, if there's somebody who's still a little bewitched out there walking in a strong healing anointing, I ain't got no problem getting healed by them, you know? I've definitely done that. It works. Well, praise God. Such a sweet presence of the Lord tonight. Say honey on my lips. It's his name. Sweet kisses of the Holy Spirit. Within your spirit. Overflowing. A gardener that you can trust. His perfect sword is his plowshare, his pruning hook. To tenderly care for you. Let these words tonight, whenever you listen to this, go forth by the power of the Holy Ghost to set us free from soul, from self, from the flesh from every lying demon, every spirit principality of the fallen ones, a greater separation of soul and spirit, beautiful marriage supper of the Lamb. Let the sweetness of your honey on my lips anoint these words to increase the freedom, the purity, reverent fear of the Lord, bring a deep healing. I gotta tell you guys a testimony of one of my healings. You know, we've been getting healed from a lot of things for a lot of years, going healing to healing. But one of them I needed a big breakthrough in. And I kept wondering why, you know, I'd go to a healing service. And I could see Jesus walking around the room you know, I could see him healing people in the spirit. 
that I wasn't getting healed. And so, you gotta imagine me standing there, just crying and why you're healing them why don't you heal me I can see you right there <laughs> and then I seen him on his boat and I saw the sea of Galilee and the waves and the wind and he looked so excited to see me and he reached his hand out while he held on to the boat standing on it and he reached his hand out towards me and he said, he had told me to come. And he said, my grace is enough for you. And even though I knew he wasn't healing me at that moment, I knew that I was loved. And that his grace was enough for me. His power was made perfect in weakness. But I knew that I was loved. And so some months went by and eventually what ended up happening was I did get my miracle healing. And it was amazing. But I realized afterwards, after I got the healing, there was no way I could have understood in that moment prior why I wasn't getting healed. There were some things I had to encounter, I had to go through, I had to get this work done in my heart from the cutting of the word of God and the revelation he gave me of the things I had to repent from. There's just no way I would have understood. But after I went through those things, I was getting healing from the inside. And my heart was changing. Getting the circumcision. And so the healing, it's been an increasing healing. All right, I'm ready for a book. Chapter three. And also, if you're watching this, you need healing. I pray that you be healed too. You find your healing, inner healing, flooding out, all of it healed. Spirit, mind, soul, body, all of it. Memories, all your emotions. The fire. Chapter three. What influences the spirit of man? Holy Spirit. <laughs> the spirit is influenced by the body, the soul, the soul, and the Holy Spirit. This, okay, your spirit has a very difficult time maturing. Its growth is constantly being thwarted and stunted by the powerful influence of the soul the intellect and the emotions, the body's needs or lusts. The spirit needs someone to help it grow into maturity, greatness and glory that it might return to its original design. Even the heavenly blueprint of being in the image and likeness of God. Thank God our heavenly father has provided us with this covering, this influence he is even the Holy Spirit of promise, whom Jesus promised that the Father would send to be in us, that by his nearness, he can indeed influence our spirits to good because he influences them with godliness. 
but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of Truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. John 15, 26. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, and that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath mine are mine. Therefore said I, that he shall take of mine, and shall show it unto you. John 16, 7, 13, and through 15. The true covering under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Your spirit becomes an influence for good to your soul and body, bringing divinity into these areas of your existence. Because the Holy Spirit is all divinity, all God, His impact is very great upon us, causing us to come back into the likeness and the image of God. Why the church has not prevailed, it is not enough that you be filled with the Holy Spirit, but then continue to go on existing and walking in your soulish and intellectual realm than being constantly under the hindering influences of your brain, your physical desires and your emotions. No. This is why the church has not yet been triumphant. This is why, that is why 2,000 years after the resurrection morning, the gates of hell still stand barred against the church of the living God. And very few captives have been set free. Though we have been commissioned to loose the bands of wickedness, undo the heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free and break every heavy yoke. Isaiah 58.6 Your spirit is influenced by your body. Your spirit is influenced by your body, your soul, and the Holy Spirit. Let us look into this truth more closely. First of all, let me remind you that you are a spirit. You are a spirit which is clothed upon with a body. Your body is very powerful in its effect upon your soul, and thereby your soul also affects your spirit. Your body knows pain, comforts, discomforts, desires for water, food, sleep, and sexual gratification, all this affects the soul. These are ordinary,
basic physical needs that affect the body and eventually the soul. Because everything that influences the body affects the soul. The spirit of the beast. Animals have the same physical needs. Ecclesiastic, Ecclesiastes 3.21 Shows us that animals also have a spirit. Who knoweth the spirit of man that goeth upward and the spirit of the beast that goeth in your scripture? And I will be honest enough to tell you I cannot understand it fully. But I do know that people and children who have had visions of heaven have seen animals there. Which they have loved while on earth. We'll leave this fact with you. The theme of this book is not about the spirit of the beast, but the spirit of man. Your spirit has very real emotions. It is the eternally living part of you, which will either suffer an eternity of regret in hell, or an eternity of joy forever in the presence of its Father, out of who you came. The spirit is influenced by the emotions of the soul. Pharaoh. Genesis 41, 8 says concerning Pharaoh, And it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled. When God wanted to communicate with the king Pharaoh of Egypt, he could not communicate directly like he can with his spiritual sons. Pharaoh was a sinner, an idolater, so God communicated with his spirit in a dream. Jacob, Genesis 45:27, tells us how the good news that Joseph was alive revived the spirit of his father Jacob. And they went up out of Egypt and came into the land of Canaan unto Jacob their father and told him, saying, Joseph is yet alive, and he is governor over all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart fainted, for he believed them not. And they told him all the words of Joseph, which he had said unto them. And when he saw the wagons which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of their Jacob, their father, revived. Genesis 45. 25 through oh, don't get hung up on the religious demon. On the thing about dreams, God speaks to unbelievers in dreams, but he'll speak to his sons in the language of a son. But even the people who learn from Jesus one-on-one, -on -one, he still speaks to them in dreams and visions. But if you're not hearing from God in other ways, he will resort to you know, whatever he needs to resort to to talk to you and communicate with you. So, you know, but the religious demon will have you go and be like, oh no, I hear from God in dreams. Does it mean you still have idolatry in you? Yeah. <laughs> we all have levels of idolatry in us still, but you don't need to go into condemnation. See, this is why we have book club together, so you don't read things and then get scared. I'm going to some like weird anti-dream condemnation religious demon. Start sinning by worrying. Do not worry, it is written.
huge portion of the Bible is written from dreams, visions, trances. But we want to learn the language of a son. Amen. The sorrowful emotions of the soul realm will crush the life of the spirit. This is why some people literally die of a broken heart. Happy and joyful news will also revive the spirit. A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance. But by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. Proverbs 15, 13. The Queen of Sheba in 1 Kings 10, 4, 5. An amazing story. He's still in the sitting of his servants and the attendance of his ministers. And their apparel on his cupbearers and his ascent. By which he went up to the house of the Lord. There was no more spirit in her. The queen was truly overwhelmed by the splendor and riches of what she saw. So we see that the spirit has very strong and powerful emotions. Which are affected by the emotion of the soul. So keep in mind, we're seeing the spirit here is powerfully affected by the soul, and just in the last couple pages, we saw that the soul is affected by the body. Those whom we love. Those who give us joy or who hate us send strong positive and negative influences upon our soul which are immediately transferred to our spirits. I had a one of our one of our old friends that was like a really strong seer prophet that gave powerful words to all of the local community a while back. He told me one time, he said that the deepest wounds that we experience in this life are the ones caused by believers because they wield the sword of the spirit. It's like friendly fire. And so some of those wounds that we get, even the enemy can't really get that deep unless they can use a believer to get to you and wound your spirit. Eventually those can kill a person if they're not dealt with. It's like a miracle some of you have literally survived through the worst of that. <laughs> Those whom we love, those who give us joy or who hate us and send strong, positive, and negative influences upon our soul, which are immediately transferred to our spirits. Dreams. God finds it easier to communicate with us in dreams than directly. This is because, while we are asleep, our spirits are more free to receive instruction from God than when we are awake, because we are not hindered by the physical needs of food, discomforts or pains, etc. Neither are we hindered by the second biggest hindrance of the spirit, the intellect. Or by the third, the emotions. God doesn't talk only to sinners in dreams. He also speaks to his children in dreams, such as he did with Joseph. But there is a higher plane of communication with God. And that is like... Oh. The go... What's going on? 
communication of God with 